you doing? Hey, hi everyone! Surprise! Surprise! Hey-o. It's not even the season. It's <laughs> not even October, but here we are. Here we are. Every year we're always like, we're gonna record during the off season, and then we never do. But here we are now, doing it. You know, life gets in the way. Life gets does. in the way. And, and then when you have some time, we we here we are reunite. Yes, and. I'm just not at my best in the summer. I'm not a summer person. No, really? Yeah. I love, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. (laughs) I'm not being sarcastic. (laughs) I am of the North. You know, my people are of the North. I prefer. I am of the North. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. What is it about the summer? What is it about the summer that you're just not that into? Uh, The heat. Yeah. The daylight that just never ceases. The bugs. Oh, the bugs. And the oh, bugs. bugs. Uh, what else? I don't know. Everyone out in their like summer sandals. I hate sandals. Gross. <laughs> Gross. You hate, you hate feet? I don't like shorts. No. I don't like bathing suits. I don't know. Yeah. You're just I'm like, just, give me, give me some Uggs me, and a, and a yeah, turtleneck. Give me some cozy. I love those burr months. Give me October. November, what are the other burr months? December. November, December. That's where mm-hmm. I thrive. But the summer yeah. to me is just, I got to survive the summer. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry to pass on my fear of summer to you guys. How are you doing? <laughs> fear of summer. <laughs> uh, I'm good. You know, just hanging out. <laughs> so I'm just going to cut in here. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to tell our truths here. Okay. So, please share. Erica. So, uh, a, yeah. Open uh, I'm gonna, safe space. Safe, safe space. space. Erica and I work in reality television production. Dora used to. I feel like we've said this before. Dora used to before she she transitioned out. (laughs) Yeah. And people are probably aware there's a writer's strike, which doesn't normally affect reality TV. But for some reason, all production in all aspects have like slowed to a halt. Like reality Mm. TV is dried up. Scripted is dried up. Animation apparently is dried up. So who knows what's going to be on your TV in a few months? I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be. It ain't anything we're doing because we ain't doing nothing. Yeah. So all of, (laughs) so Eric and I are both unemployed going stir crazy. It's just, it's, it's, it's a plethora of things. It's overextending and green lighting so much stuff over the past few Mm. years that they finally were probably like, oh crap. Why are we making such bad television? (laughs) The bubble be a little more selective here sure like they've ever been selective but okay yeah and then (laughs) the streamers merging all the streamers merging merging. it's just a recipe of chaos chaos and yes and we were talking a little bit before about the writer strike do people know about this they probably know right that like hollywood writers union hollywood writers are on strike you guys the first you mentioning is the first time i thought that it crossed my mind that it could affect our hallmark christmas season which is truly a horrifying thought yeah horrifying a terrible um, terrible thought because they would be writing right now probably for the christmas season mm-hmm. and getting those they scripts would, at least yeah submitting scripts doing notes and then they'd be shooting by the midsummer end of summer mm-hmm. or into fall at least but like you can't just like write a script and start the next week like you need yeah months of yeah. prep so it's like i don't know how many writers are in the guild with hallmark i'm not yeah, if it's a union, not, it yeah. probably it probably 
is. I mean, so much scripted is union. It's like it's whereas reality is so much is not union. I feel like it's got to, I don't know. And it's like shooting in Canada is affected, but probably because like all of those sci-fi shows shoot in Canada and they're probably union. I don't know. Well, I know that some of the heavy hitters, some of the Hallmark heavy hitters are in the Writers Guild and they have been posting on their socials about picketing um i know that julie sherman wolf has been posting about it um nina weinman tracy andreen so like those are some faves and those are some consistent consistently good hallmark writers that i wonder what is gonna happen i wonder if they already had stuff written and if they're still gonna shoot that i wonder if they we're in the process of writing and had to stop when the strike started like yeah i think it's definitely going to impact maybe not the quantity of movies but certainly the quality yeah, yeah. Let's, acquire... let's just, and let's just say our stance like we are all for the writers like yes hey the freaking writers, hey, the writers. yes there Get are no shows rights. there are no movies there is no nothing mm-hmm. without the words <laughs> that the actors <laughs> speak right like it's where it starts. It all starts from there. I know. And I think that people, like, there is a misunderstanding in the, because I, I see people, you know, online talking about how, oh, the writers make so much money. Like, it's it not has a to, big deal. Yeah. But it it is deceiving because you could work on one thing and then not work for the rest of the year. Yeah. So you like, stretch yeah, it all you, year round. Yeah. Exactly. So but you the, might make a lot of money on one project, but then what happens if you don't get hired again for a year or more? Like the, that's not the, right. And the problem is, is where they make a lot of their money is in syndication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because streaming now. is still new, like we think mm-hmm. it's been around forever. It's still new. There's nothing in their contracts about, oh, a million people binge watch this show on Netflix. It doesn't matter. They don't get paid the way they would if those million people were watching a syndication. Like they, a lot of those writers survive off of that income that they get when their show gets picked up somewhere else. So I totally agree. They should be fighting for that. It's like when the platforms change, yeah, the contracts have to change. Like exactly. that's just- mm throw the old rules out the window Mm -hmm. yes like things change you know like it's it's ridiculous that they don't try to keep up with that and they have to have to shut down to make them realize hey this is this medium has totally changed we're not benefiting it from it at all not even benefiting surviving Mm -hmm. from it at all you need to adjust and that's ridiculous that they even put up a fight no, it's and like well, the, and then, the people with the money need to adjust. That's yeah, right, because then you look at what the, you know, heads of these studios and streamers are making every year, tens of millions of dollars in salary plus bonuses, stock options, all of it. It's like you have to share the, the wealth. There. The money is there. The money exactly, the money is there. Yeah. And then the also the big threat is like AI, you know, and like yeah. Like imagine your moneymaker, like your your gift of writing, and now that's being threatened by a computer. Could a computer really ever truly do it though? It's like I don't know. You know what? I don't I think I haven't looked very deeply into it, but like human behavior is so nuanced. 
And that's what you're writing about. So it's but like, girl, they're going to try. Yeah, you I know they're going to try. Like, of course, a computer cannot create the art that artists make. But yeah. these these studios are going to try. try. Well, it's like you <laughs> yeah. see like the the lower the captions when you know we are watching something with the captions on like I do because I'm an old lady. And like you can tell that they used when the ones where they used AI to like or, you know, to like transcribe it because it's like everything's all messed up you know yeah. <laughs> it's like i don't know but i and i could be wrong at this but i think what like i think i think to make a a show sing you have to have these people's creative minds but i thought it was okay they write a script they send it in whatever then you get things like notes or rewrites or you're in the midst of shooting you have to rewrite stuff that's what i thought is like there that's when they would just like wipe the writers out and be like oh well we'll just have Mm-hmm. AI like rewrite these people's yeah, words it didn't work you know or like I read that some writers they want in their contracts is we will not rewrite anything generated by AI you know because uh, I see that's yeah. not anyone's words that they care to rewrite you no, know that'd be gross that would feel icky but again <laughs> this technology is is changing and it's going to change a hundred more times over and you'd have to keep rolling with these punches and no, yeah. none of them do well, and I'm sure some people think, like some people outside of the Hallmark enthusiast community, think that Hallmark movies are probably written by AI. <laughs> <laughs> some, of them, some of them might have been. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, we know that the nuance between a, that you know all Hallmark movies aren't created equal. Some of those acquisitions, though, oh god, they were definitely written by AI. Yeah, and lit by AI and acted by AI. <laughs> <laughs> Not lit. It's so yeah. true. The though. lighting is on the music choices, AI. <laughs> I don't know. I always have my dad. My dad is a grumpy man. Oh gosh. I hope he doesn't listen to this. But whatever. <laughs> he, he, uh, we've been, he loves the, he calls it um, UPN, the UPN network. It's the up network. Yeah. <laughs> but he still calls it UPN. And he loves those movies. And I, one day we were watching one that was clearly acquired. Like mm-hmm. it was like all of the time. Like, it was like the bad acting, the music that was like too loud in some spots and like just not matching this. And like the scenes were like overly lit. It's like, you're like in a supermarket checkout aisle, you know, it's like that lighting. And I made some comment to him about it. I'm like, cause we talk about it all the time. He's like, no, they're all the same. And I'm like, no, do you not see how this is different? Yes, right. Yeah. Right. Ever since then, every time we watch one, he's like, every time we watch a movie, he's like, Oh, is the lighting good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, so stubborn that man. Is this I get it. Different I'm full, <laughs> yes, but I get it. I get it. I'm up my That's own ass when it goes That's to movies. <laughs> Well, also like, He's like oh, I are you to... too good for this one? yeah are you Melissa? i hate to be those i hate to be those people but when like you're in the industry like you watch things differently yeah, yeah. well you notice and, yeah and to me like it's even like with reality tv like sometimes i want to watch the most train wreck stupid nonsense because those are the ones where I just don't think. But even then, when I watched it, I could be like, "Oh, well, that was a Frankenbite," or "Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that was a that was a pickup line." Like you can tell because you just can't turn that brain off. So it's the no. same thing with these movies too. Well, you yeah, know? and you can also be like, "Oh, well, these, you know, like a lot of those reality, like a lot of those Netflix dating shows. I've been watching a lot of them right recently. They like do the thing where they use the interview bites that are just stating the same thing over and over again. You know, they're like." Mm-hmm. I'm part of this experiment where you date your ex and then dump them to the curb. And what will this experiment be? You know, like, 
And you know, those are network notes. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I just had this conversation where I thought they were really funny. It's like, I know we just, you know, like, it's just like, yeah, you're like, yeah. this is not you how good TV is. Yeah. 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 It's not all that's, created equal. Is not- let, let everyone on the inside secret. That's a network exec saying. We need yeah. to remind the viewers people. because the viewers are dummies. stupid. Yeah. They're doing their laundry. It's like, well, maybe, yeah. but I'm we not. We don't think you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Mel, we've gone way off watch, track. Did oh, you gosh. watch Love is Blind? Speaking of. Are you talking about season shows? four? Like yeah, the latest the one? one? Yeah. I made it. 85 of the percent way through and then i just couldn't do it oh she just you quit. just quit i couldn't do it i have a really hard time with the dating ones i just do i yeah and I those really were was, the first season i never got the first season it. was great yeah but i never got back into it even with all the drama i read about it but i just never watched it i think yeah it's just like i know like it's just the recipe i, I know it too well now you yeah know? and i just they're in ones, yeah, and I, they're the ones that I was quoting about the experiment. I'm like, this is an experiment. Stop saying that. Like, stop trying to legitimize this. It's not. It's a fucking entertaining. T- I don't know, whatever. And then I know I've been watching <laughs> the ultimatum, <laughs> which is the queer love one. Yeah, yeah. You know, Happy Pride Month. <laughs> watching that. I've heard it's. I've heard it's insane. It is. It's insane that anyone would ever agree to be part of that experiment. They call it an experience on that show. Being part of this experience. Erica, are you aware of this ultimatum show? I've heard about it. I think yeah. this is a perfect segue. Why don't we get into what we're watching? Okay. We're already here. We're already <laughs> I know, here. Which is, which, Erica, which we will producing. talk about Hallmark at yeah. some point. But yeah, we'll come back to that eventually. But we haven't been. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like Hallmark off season is not my jam. It's It's hard for me to get into... The love we and the weddings, yeah. yeah. But um, so go on with the ultimatum. Yes, I've heard. Oh, about the it, ultimatum. Seen it. So the ultimatum, queer love, I believe it's called, maybe um, on Netflix, is so. I guess the ultimatum is a show that has existed, though. It's like these couples. One of them, one go to a whatever. I don't know where they are. A hotel, a villa. I don't know. But they. <laughs> I always laugh when I hear the premise because it it's like you said, who would sign up for this? Who would sign it up for this? Insane. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So these couples go, I don't mind. It's like maybe six couples, maybe. And one person in this couple has delivered an ultimatum to the other that they want to get married. And the other person is not ready yet for whatever reason. So to somehow in this experience to like figure out where they're going to move forward or not, they go to this place and then these other couple, they like break up for the week or two weeks or whatever. And they go on dates with the other people that are there for the experience and then decide who they want to live with for two weeks or like have a fake marriage experience with among the other couples, like mm-hmm. the ex-girlfriend of someone else. And then at the end of the the time they decide if they want to get married to whoever they came with (laughs) or the new person or as far as i know i'm only a few episodes in or neither option i don't know but why would you ever and the one this season it's it's all lesbian or possibly non-binary i'm not sure couples but it's like if you were in a relationship and people are like you know three-year relationship five-year like how is this gonna be good good for you 
I don't understand. To me, this is if someone said we should do this show, I'd be like, well, then we're breaking up right now. I know. Because clearly you don't. (laughs) Yeah, because clearly you have no interest in this relationship surviving anything. But I mean, like, I don't work in casting, so (laughs) I don't know. But how much do you really think these kind of shows are just like, I just want to be on TV or maybe this will help me get discovered, you know, but like. And but that's like a couple though. Yeah. But it works for some people. Like for all, you know, that couple could be, this is it for both of us. Like this is going to be both of our big breaks. Like, let's just mm-hmm. do it. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It seems so odd though. Like, it's like, I could see you going on love is blind. You're a, you're a single person. What do you have to lose there? You know, like besides yeah. making yourself look like a stupid yeah. jerk you know but i look at it but, like okay when you go on a renovation show like you're gaining something out of it you're gaining well, a theory, new bathroom yeah, or you're yeah. gaining whatever they're gonna do at your house so these people like what are they gaining are they gaining love like true love do they really think that's what they're gaining sure like i hope there's some you know naive people out there but like yeah. they're gaining being on television you know well that and that's what always like that's the crux of why i have a hard time with these relationship shows is because i'm like I'm being fed alive. It's like watching a magician. I'm I being know, fed alive. But we watch it and, and love like, it. And I'm supposed to be I like, know. buy into it. But um, anyway. It's so good. But I do recommend it. <laughs> What's it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Netflix. And it's hosted by um, one of our Sweet Magnolias. Um, Joanna Garcia, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, Joanna yeah. Garcia. She comes out in the first episode. She's like, so I'm not gay. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> cool. And the last episode, she's like, I know what a power bottom is. I'm like, ooh. This gets oh, spicy. my lord. I oh, Joanna. Oh, hey. Not okay. safe for work. Not safe anything, for Hallmark. Anything else you're watching that you want to share? Oh, I mean, just 1,000 hours of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like me and the rest of the world. Okay, well, no. You have a special... You had a special journey. Oh, God. Um, as, yeah. uh, okay, if people don't know what's going on with Vanderpump Rules, I'm not even going to go there. Just go freaking look it up. Because yeah. It's all, you can, well, I'll probably go there. <laughs> we're all obsessed. But we are Mel, all obsessed. Mel was a latecomer to yeah. Vanderpump, whereas Dory and I started right from the get-go. With yeah, we've been transitioned for years. Beautifully from Beverly Hills Housewives. Yes. Um. So Mel, to get caught up, Mel, why don't you share what you did? Oh, well, so Vanderpump Rules is a Bravo reality show that has been on for roughly (laughs) 1 million years. It's like, it's, there is like a hundred, I, of course I added it. It's like 192 hours of television has been created and I've never seen a single moment yet. I'm like kind of aware, you know, when you're just like aware of Bravo. Like I know, like, like the, it's not about the pasta. I didn't really know the context, but I knew it. I knew the Jack's (laughs) thing in season five, six, you know, his big cheating scandal or whatever with faith mm-hmm. with faith mm. uh but i never like watched i just thought it was i was like i don't like these young kids doing stupid stuff it felt like i don't know not my cup of tea and then the scandal happened which maybe people are aware i feel like everyone i talk to in maine because i look for people to talk to about it and they just look at me like a blank like oh i think i heard of that <laughs> show before and i'm like i don't understand you know so 10 years it's been 10 seasons there was a couple on the show that's been dating since season three and one of them cheated on the other with another castmate. That's like the big thing. And when this went down, I felt very much out of the loop. Everyone was freaking out. I had no idea who these people were. I texted Erica immediately. Yes. Yes. And every, so I felt 
you know, I, I felt some FOMO. So I was like, you know what? I'll just dip a toe. I'll start watching it. And man, it is the greatest. From the beginning. From the beginning. Season one, episode one. And it was it, it was the one of the greatest journeys of my life. Not just the joy and horror of the things I witnessed, but the friends I made along, the parasocial relationships <laughs> I made along the way, you know? Like, like I... I'm obsessed with this cast. Now I'm like totally invested in all of their lives. I'm listening to all of their podcasts, even people who have been off the show for years. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle. Welcome. It's my new lifestyle. It's a, so what a journey Vanderpump rules. I don't know if, if you are at all, I'm talking to the greater, cause I know you guys have been in it forever. You knew far before me. If you guys are at all reality TV, like drama reality TV, like if you like watching people fight, which I do, it is, it is amazing. It is amazing. It is a it is truly a wild ride. Mm-hmm. And to watch from the beginning, like remember in the beginning they were living in those shitty apartments and well, like Well now they all are again. I know. Circle. I know. They're better. The apartments they're better. are better. They're slightly let's, better. Let's give them some respect because yeah. someone reminded me of like the um the microwave? Yeah. The microwave. They couldn't run the microwave and microwave the fan run. at the same time. Or mm-hmm. they, they couldn't run the microwave and I think the air conditioner the at air the same time. Like these. So you really, I don't, like you really feel like you've been on a journey with them because mm-hmm. you've you, watched them grow and mature in a you way. You've watched them grow and they're around our age. So like Eric, mm-hmm. when Eric and I started watching. I'm Jax's age, horrifying. Yeah. I've, his exact age which is it's like you're kind of living along with them yeah you know like you're in LA in your early 20s and yeah you know, all over again and doing the things and then going to those shitty apartments with the white walls yes. and the gray carpeting and the yeah, lines that living, go back and forth like this yeah like you can really relate to a lot of what's mm-hmm. happening like you're working I remember when I first moved to LA I was like working in an in, in an environment with a bunch of other people like just out of college around my age it was like a similar vibe and and then you kind of grow with them and so I think that's part of why yeah you're more like why I was more invested in them but as a reality tv watcher what a payoff to Mm -hmm. be in it with them for the long haul and have something like this happen what a payoff it's like yeah. we put in our time with these subpar seasons and like listen they there were some really yeah. bad seasons season eight of the show yeah season nine Oof. yeah woof. like woof so <laughs> so to see them have this kind of resurgence Moment. has yeah. been wild yeah wild and i like i watch a lot of bravo like, <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> but this, and I just want to like explain how big this is. Like nothing has ever been this big. I feel no. like on Bravo, nothing like the, the exposure not, not outside the Bravo had. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, like I, it sounds so lame, but it's like, people will always remember like where they were when Scandaval hit. Yep. And I think what, why it's so crazy is because usually when you find things out that are happening on reality tv it's either you know it and then you watch it later and you're like watching the fallout well this 
we were in the middle of a season when this happened. So all mm-hmm. the stuff we're watching before, you're watching with new eyes because you know these people are cheating with lying. Each other. They're, they're, they're yep. lying. And to so everybody. you're watching it in a whole new way. And that's what's really interesting is because if you if we would have watched these episodes and this mm-hmm. never happened, we would be thinking the exact opposite. We would be yep. like, why are they so mean to Raquel? Exactly. Yeah. They team why up are on they her. being mean to Raquel? Why are they bullying Raquel? And 100%. that's what's fascinating is that we found Raquel out. Raquel is the mistress, mistress, by the way. And yeah. they didn't have to change the edits. It's just what we now know changed the way we view this entire show. And that, to me, is like magic that you cannot recreate ever. Like, People say reality is fake. I don't think no. you could have made no. this up. Some know? reality is no. fake. Some yes. moments, some moments, I would say reality. Like, is, like we've all yes. worked on those shows where it's like things are slow, and you're like, yeah. "What's?" And you, but you, you can people, smell it when you see it. You right. know, you put people in situations. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's not like so and so is always like, "Let's go to dinner." It's like, yeah, kind let's of, go axe throwing. You know, yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> Stuff like right. that could be produced, but the storyline that this hit, no, this was remarkable. 100%. Remarkable. Yeah. And I mean, the, I have never watched Vanderpump Rules live ever. I am a wait until the season is done and binge it. Like, like VPR is my binge show. I would look forward to it. I would pick a slow weekend when the reunion was over and I would just binge it and watch everything. You better believe as soon as this scandal hit, I was like, all right, I guess I'm going back and I'm watching it live. And not only was I watching the shows weekly, I was sitting there through commercials and yeah. watching them Me live. Too. That never happens, especially the reunions I was watching. Oh, live. Yeah. Like we all went out. Mel came to yes, visit. My true, my yeah, the <laughs> pinnacle of my VPR obsession. <laughs> I flew out to Los Angeles, our birthday month, which all of our birthdays are in May. Yes, Mel and, came yeah. and we did a little Vanderpump Rules bar crawl. Bar crawl. Yes. Um, which was a delight, but it was so funny because we were all together and all of us were like, I can't wait to go home and watch the yeah. episode tonight. You know, yeah, like Mel yeah. literally flew in from Maine and we're like, we're like, <laughs> hug, we hug her, we're we like, say bye. hi, we share, you know, a meal. And a then we're like, you know what? We got to go home and, <laughs> and watch yeah. the show. I know. Yeah. And like, you know, when, when you know that it's epic because when series kind of start to slack, you know, yeah, do sometimes they think like, what can we do to like bump up viewers? What can we do? Every show after this will be like, what's going to be our Vanderpump Rules moment? Like, mm-hmm. we need to force it. Yeah. And you can't force it, but like, yeah. ev- like they have set the bar so they have set high, the bar really high that I'm sorry. Like, season after season, it's just like, I don't know how it can get better. Like, it was just riveting TV. I, I was on a plane and the girl in front of me was watching it on her phone. And I literally had to stop her and talk to her about it because like, it's oh, yeah. just like this bond that you have with people. I'm still and looking least, in Maine. I'm like, I need to find a VPR watcher. Like, it's just, it's just, it opens up a whole conversation. It's not just a quick conversation. It could be like a long lasting, deep. Yep. deep convo, deep, deep. analyzing yep. this and analyzing that. And I would go to my friend's house to watch the reading. Cause like I had to watch it live with someone because I needed to talk to someone about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never felt that way about a show. And it also, I also love the way that they handled 
this because they didn't wait until next season to cover this and do reactions. They found out about the affair and picked up cameras that same week. And I mean, props to like Tom, Ariana and Raquel for letting them record them immediately after this, like in the wake of their complete devastation that episode, that last episode, the oh finale, gosh. was riveting. Like, mm-hmm. they, you know how in these TV episodes, a lot like reality TV episodes, lots of times there's like a ton of music and whatever. Yeah. This Dry. episode felt bare bones yeah. because they didn't need it. Like, they didn't need the bells and whistles. Like, the conversations were so riveting and like, finding out who know who knew when and how they all found out it was just it was art i'm sorry yeah no they give them the emmys yeah no they've got an excellent staff like they've got yes like their editorial staff it's just like in the music like even in the finale when she when so there's a restraining order situation so one cast member has to leave while the other one comes in and they're like playing her pop song as she like slowly i'm just like it's like they know how to create a moment you know yeah they like top shelf yeah and then they were so smart to put those reunion episodes on peacock uncensored i watched them twice i watched i watched them on i watched them too i watched the the Mm -hmm. edit like the censored version the night it premiered and then the next day because i was like i gotta hear all these f-bombs are dropping because it really Mm -hmm. it makes the it amps it up 10 times more well yeah you can actually tell what they're saying I mean, even I, though yeah. I know what they're saying, it's just the way, like, yeah. it just, it comes to, like, the anger and, like, the... Seeing the raw emotion. Yes. yes. It, and the episodes were a little bit longer, too. Yes. So you And, like, those cut scenes, while they weren't super long, a lot of them were very telling and interesting. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, you guys, I would watch the reunion episode live that night. I would wake up in the morning and the first thing I would do after walking the dog was watch the Peacock version uncensored. Like I could not get enough and I could not get enough of the media surrounding it. I have never so, been. I've never. Like, this is enough. Viewer. I know. Exactly. I've never said that. I have you know? never been like I watched them all. Every time they were on Watch What Happens Live, I watched it. I listened to all of their podcasts Danny Pellegrino's podcast. Oh, I love his podcast. I was just watch listening to all the time. They There's were on the view. So funny. Yeah. Yes, they were on the view. There's a podcast called Andy's Girls that I love. That they did great, like deep dives. I've been loving hearing Kristen's perspective on all of this. I've been mm-hmm. listening to Kristen her Doty's. podcast. She's yes, she's a good podcaster. Her and. Shayna Shea I'm like I think they're all good good. I think Lala's good too I think they're all good I know and like I it's just so funny thinking about like what we usually talk about on this (laughs) and like this is (laughs) where I'm further from it I knew there was no way we were not going to talk about it but this is where our hearts lie right now you know like we Mm -hmm. are garbage tv people and I'm fine with that too I'm fine with being wholesome and 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 you know, Christmassy and holiday spirity in the Christmas, but love right it. now I'm just this is where I'm at. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, we're in that I'm alley. Glad, I'm glad to be here. We are. Yes, we are in the Sir Alley. We are with in the, the garbage Sir alley <laughs> and next the, to and the, the dumpster. Next to the happy. <laughs> next to the cigarette butts and half-eaten goat cheese balls. That's right. Yeah. That's where we where are. Where we belong. I would just I mean, so. 
iconic iconic and i would you know anyone so anyone who is drawn at all to this type of tv highly recommend it and i would also say i went i started knowing where we were going like i knew this about the affair and everything and it did not ruin a second of it if anything i feel like it made it better because the minute these people get introduced you're like oh no you know you just see it you see all you know it's like it's very interesting very very interesting so if you're oh ready gosh. for a journey of joy, God, that first season even is just like, it hits every That's episode. Why, okay, hits. but here's what, here's what, like, this is how I got sucked in. And this was the most genius tactic that I think I, when I worked on some of my shows and we talked about like, oh, spinoffs, I was like, if I would ever do a spinoff, we need to do it the way they did it. So yeah. what they did is there were people in the Beverly Hills housewives that were, they had a storyline with one of the girls from Vanderpump. Yeah. Rules. Well, you could just say what it is. I mean, right. Brandy Glanville. Yeah. Or Sheena Shea, who what is a server. It's like, and she was like 20 ish. She did something with, with Brandy Glanville's husband. husband. She was wife. She was. A, so she was Brandy Glanville's husband's mistress, who was yes. Eddie Saban, right. Who ended up marrying Leanne Rhymes, but yeah. she was a full on mistress to brandy glanville's husband and the way they transitioned this was we were in an episode of beverly hills and brandy goes to sir to confront sheena Mm -hmm. and they confront they confront whatever brandy walks out and we follow sheena to like the the through the kitchen (laughs) yeah she goes and now you're in a new show but you don't know you're in a new show because it's not like Mm -hmm. they like stopped and rolled credits and like whatever and i was like all of a sudden i'm in this new show i'm like where's this girl going who's she talking to 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, I'm invested in these people. It was the most genius thing that anyone I think ever did because yeah. it really sucked me in. And then ever since then, I was like, oh, well, now I'm invested. Like, I have to do this. Like, that was mm-hmm. every show. If they ever do a spinoff, they need to do something like that. That was very smart. I'm sure they weren't the first, that's but brilliant. that's the one I remember. Yeah. I remember when it started. Like, I remember watching that first episode the first few episodes probably and i was like you know what i can't do another like i cannot add another bravo show i was like i just can't do it so i stopped watching and i was like you know what i just can't do vanderpump rules like i don't have anyone to root for i think they're all unlikable like i can't stand any of them i'm not gonna watch it so cut to like two years later I am living with my friend Kiki. Shout out to Kiki. And she, like Erica, has been a ride or die from the beginning. (laughs) And it was on our DVR. And so there was one day I just wanted something to watch. And I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to watch Vanderpump Rules. It had to have been like season, I don't know, two or three. Oh, my God. I was hooked. I blame, I still blame her. Like I would be texting her about Scandaval now, a decade later. And I'm like, I, I, this is your fault. Like my obsession (laughs) with these people is your fault. So ever since then I've been hooked, but I think that's why I started like, I would just binge the seasons when they were over. I didn't, I never Mm -hmm. watched live because I think that's how I started watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I look for, I would look forward to it every year. Like I love, there is nothing like, there's nothing like it on Bravo. Housewives Mm -hmm. drama is different. It's just very different. different. It is very different. These people are like, 
there were actual friendships and actual relationships here, mm-hmm. which added to the complexity. They were younger when the show started. Um, and it's all, just been fascinating. They all got married too young, in my opinion. Like, what are these 20 year olds obsessed with getting married? What is happening? I know. But- I mean, I just oh my gosh this show has always had a special place Mm -hmm. in my heart like it has always kind of I love that I started watching it because you know my roommate had it on her DVR like I love that that was the origin story for me watching and like I love that she and I have that kind of joke and so for now so now to be watching it I mean, it's like we're, you know, in our 20s again, living with each other. We have never in years we haven't talked about Vanderpump Rules this much <laughs> together. You know, like, obviously, we would always text about it and stuff, but like, nothing like this. I mean, mm. we're sitting there every day. It's a new, like, dissertation on <laughs> Raquel's, you know, psychological yeah. well-being and whatever else. So it's been, it's been an incredible few months as like a reality tv watcher and a bravo fan like this is the this is our pinnacle like yeah. where do this we go our super bowl this, this was our, our super bowl, bowl. this feels like season i know it feels like and i know i'm now i'm gonna like bring it back to whatever you know um it feels like kind of similar to like when hallmark started to make the movies with like the multiverse you know what i mean like (laughs) we're like paul campbell would like pop into like you know like or like that three men and a baby movie where they're it's just like it feels like almost feels like fan service it feels like fan service but it was completely authentic i don't know i don't it's crazy it's bananas season one has a twist ending you never see that in reality tv you never do Twist ending. I was hooked. Don't spoil it for those. I won't. I won't. But man, go back and watch. You yeah. you will. Yes, if you anybody, like this kind of stuff, you will not be disappointed. You will not be just. Dis- it's worth the ride. My yeah. friend who like my friend in Maine who um is not. She's never seen a stitch of Real Housewives until I made her watch some of Miami, which she loved. But um, she. I was just like, just give it a taste. Just give it a little test. And she <laughs> is now. And this was like maybe a, maybe a month ago. She is, she and her husband are now deep into season six. Yes. <laughs> and they're they working on a honeymoon to like Ireland in between. I'm pretty sure they're like sitting there watching it. <laughs> Mel, I love when you recruit people. Yeah, I love but, when anyone can recruit yeah. someone. But Me she too. knows nothing. She knows not because she, she hasn't been in the bubble. So she doesn't know the pasta. She doesn't know. She doesn't, she didn't she doesn't know anything about the characters. She's nothing. Yeah. So like, she's like, don't tell me anything. And I'm like, she doesn't know Scandaval. She doesn't. It's really. Oh my gosh. She she's avoided any talk of Scandaval. Yeah. I mean, the people in Maine, I don't know how they do it. These were, I don't know how, I don't know. Maybe it's nature gets in the well, way. That's but great. Like, Cause then she's going to have a reaction. Like don't we know did. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She you know? is going to be blown. Well, I'm going to tell her when she, when she reaches season 10, because you no. got to watch, you got to watch season 10 oh. with the knowledge. I guess you know what I mean? yeah. tell her like the exact episode that we found out. I will. Mm-hmm. I will. By the You're way, one with a mustache, yeah, she one with a mustache. Poopoo heads. Um, you too. <laughs> we should really get astrology readings with, Allie, I heard she's booked solid. Oh yeah, book salad, book salad, book oh, salad. Yeah, Betty, salad. This was the best thing for that being on this show. 
and she was like the whistleblower of it all when you think about it i know when she was like i was at the abbey and it was like one in the morning and they were dancing i was like okay Allie. okay new girl bone collector okay girl yeah I love that scene. I don't know. She was with, I think she was out with James's mom, maybe. And her mom was like, I just love that you're not some disgusting fan that like went to his show. And it was like exactly cut what to she the was. Producer, yeah. like, exactly. Cut to the producer asking her how they met. And she was like, I went to see you next Tuesday with my friend or whatever. Oh my God. I what know. a beautiful show. It is. I know. Joy. It's Pure like, joy. what do we talk about next? Like, what even I know. comes close? Have you guys have you guys watched any any Hallmark? I'm gonna just give you a big fat no. No, I'm um, horrible at it. I'm horrible in the off season, guys. It's like put yeah. me on the bench. I'm not practicing at all. That's a sports watched... reference. No, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Can we talk about the sports reference that Mel dropped? No, we can't. We're not going to get into specifics, <laughs> but she did drop a Tom Brady reference, and my jaw dropped. I mean, you'd yeah. have to be truly living under a rock. To not know anything about Tom Brady, especially a never, New Englander, you know. I just never thought you would reach for you uh, dropped it so casually. Like that's how you speak. I couldn't I mean, believe it. I did see eighty for Brady. It was wonderful. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It was a great, great film. Great um, film. but back to the Hallmark movies. I have only watched the Mahogany movies this year. Um. To mixed, <laughs> mixed, to mixed reviews. results how yeah, many mahogany movies have there been i saw the one where the the woman's daughter was getting married after like meeting the guy in college like in a week of after Ooh. meeting him or something like that, that it stressed movie. me out that movie the mom was a crazy. lot yeah, she like forced them to get married at the end it was, was wild it was wild that's the so, only one i've seen though here are the mahogany movies and if you want to hear me talk about the mahogany movies i have been doing that over on hallmarky's podcast okay with my friends brie jasmine and Anne. so the first one was called um unspeakably good things and that premiered last year in september i believe september oh august I said unspeakably good things. It's yeah. unthinkably good things, which I really loved. Um, if you see, if you come across it, you should watch it. The next was called To Her With Love, about two teachers, oh, the teachers. who fall in love. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. The Holiday Stocking was next. And that's maybe my I did favorite watch that one. of all of these. Um, it's very emotional. I was crying hard at the mm-hmm. end it's the has a dead brother right that's like yes. trying to get his sisters to reunite from yeah from heaven oh or wherever that yeah from it's really beautiful i thought it was really beautifully done there was one called a nashville legacy um where this woman she's a scholar i think she's trying to get her phd and she wants to um study girl groups so she moves to nashville and is kind of uncovering a mystery about girl groups and i think her mother was in one and then spring breakthrough was the most recent one and probably my least favorite it oh, was great like rough... the one i watched yeah <laughs> yeah it was a rough was i a hate rough a rushed ride. wedding i hate yeah. a rushed wedding and that's all it was it was, it was about weddings. a mom like kind of an overbearing mom who her daughter gets her college-aged daughter gets engaged and she's like 
putting the fiance through the ringer. And I mean, it's very like, and I said this on the podcast on Hallmarkies when I talked about it, like for something like that to work for me, some kind of like monster in law type in laws at odds thing for that to work for me, there has to be a ton of comedy, like broad comedy. It Mm -hmm. has to be hijinks left and right. Like, the crazy mom trying to stop the wedding. Like I want to be laughing. And this was drama throughout. It was not funny at all. So that was a tough watch for me, unfortunately, but those are the only ones that I have watched. I also watched, and I'm sure you watched this one, Mel, the one Mm. with Eloise Mumford. I loved that one. You got to remind um, me. (laughs) It was with the chocolate shop. Oh, I didn't. The one where, yeah, it's like Valentine's chocolates or something. It's like people eat them and fall in love or something. Yeah. You didn't watch it? The thing is, I think I did watch it. And I think I have immediately for, I think I've like, (laughs) I don't think I have much of a memory of it. But I did think, I do think I watched it. I do love her. So that's, I really liked that one. I remember she was jaded. It was called Sweeter Than Chocolate. Yeah. So, yeah. So you haven't watched any of the mysteries? These mysteries they've been throwing at us, like spaghetti to the wall. No, no. tell right. me, tell me, tell well, us. Let me fill you. Mysteries. Let me fill you yeah. both tell, in. Tell what's us. been happening over here to our mysteries, our my beloved mysteries, at least. I wish you guys could see Erica right now. She She's is like bored, sitting She's... back. No, in her I'm chair, listening. Arms crossed. She, yeah. her hands yoga like, ball lightly. in the background. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's just, she is just taking it all in. She's I'm like, I have literally all? nothing. I, you guys, I'm the worst little host right now, but yeah. No, it's no, okay. Not. I love it. I'm not going to you. I just yeah. taking me, it all in. Me, yeah. it's just you're like, a Christmas you know, only. You know, I don't do fall. You know, I, I try. Yeah, you hate fall I'm harvest. I'm not a fan. I'm not, you know, not a, not a main I like the straw. Easter bunny basket. No, nope, don't yeah. do it. My Remember heart when- lies with Christmas. Yeah. Remember when Erica revealed that she did not like the fall movies and we acted like she had shot someone? Yeah. She was like, it still well, hurts my it's heart not a little. romantic. Me too. No. She was like, hey. Fall is my fave. She was like, the colors are like brown. Yeah, I mean, come on. She makes guys, good points. I speak the truth. They're always in like a cornfield. Like, I get it. Maze. You know, yeah. maybe if I ever move somewhere where it feels like fall, when it is yeah. fall. You feel differently. But at the same time, it's like, why do I love Christmas? It doesn't feel like Christmas here. You know, there's no snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but i mean i think you've been nostalgia like of christmas the aroma yeah. of the twinkling lights and like you know like fall things happen during the day when it's like like christmas things <laughs> happen at, dusk. at night with yeah. lights and yeah you know i have my reasoning it makes no sense but it does to me no so it's okay it's what you feel in your soul and i want you to be true to that okay thank you for letting me be my authentic <laughs> self i mean i've already talked about how much i hate summer which is like blasphemous my, you know nobody my, hates summer but i know my authentic christmas only self Holiday this is a safe space. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but tell me about these mysteries. Oh, okay. Let me tell you. I think I gotta get into some mysteries. Like my husband's reading um sorry to like totally no, sorry. but he's reading the Bosch books. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, those I are probably a little bit more that. violent than I know, but they're <laughs> still like mysteries. they're still like mystery-esque sign yeah. of stuff. I'm like, maybe I should just dip a toe. Yeah, it's a I want to watch that show. Deep pool. Yeah. On yeah, it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. yeah anyway sorry go ahead so well so these mysteries as you as you probably know like there's a long history on hallmark movies and mysteries of these like they have franchises you know they have a franchise that has one one lead usually it's like one of their regulars 
and they make many, many movies. Well, that has seemed to just stopped. Now they're just like doing these weird one-offs that seem like the beginning of franchises, but they never actually seem to like blossom into anything. And it's strange too, because they've taken like Lacey Chabert, or I always say her name, like Cabernet, whatever, Lacey. Cabernet. Cabernet. Our party of five girl, our mean girl. Lacey White Wine. Yes, I swear. She... (laughs) Lacey Pino Grigio. He's a camembert. She she was in a crossword puzzle mystery. She had they made at least two, maybe three movies. Now all of a sudden she's in like a like a ballroom dancing mystery movie. Dancing detective. Yes, where she no, that's not what it's called. Yes, 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 the dancing detective. And it's her. I I I can't believe I forget his name. I know. Sorry, but like what, like garage sales isn't there like a crossword puzzle one like well, there what? was a crossword puzzle but what? apparently it's done because she's Why now is this the most random thing it is so she's now she's in a ballroom like, dancing she's a detective and it's very much like um miss congeniality you know she's yes. like she's a, a detective that's rough around the edges you know as much as yeah. Lacey can be rough around the edges and she has to like go undercover at a ballroom like convention in malta <laughs> No, no, it's like Malta. And so then there's like a ballroom guy that has to like teach her and pretend to be her husband, of course. And then they solve the mystery and fall in love. But you're like, how are they going to make this into a second movie? Is she going to be still a ballroom undercover ballroom dancer, like in another ballroom murder? I don't know. And um, she just does like different genres of dance. Like next time, it's yeah, it's like hip hop, hip hop detective. Yeah, yeah, tap, yeah. Tap dance detective. Yeah, tapping my way to murder. But like she, yeah, right. And so okay, so then there's the Aurora Tea Garden of it all. I'm sure. Have we not talked to you about this? I know all about. Yeah. That. Okay, so she, so CCB left. Candace Cameron yeah. Bure left for the network, who shall not be named. And then she, so then they have this franchise, probably their most popular franchise. And they recast it with a young, her part with a younger actress and they call it like a legacy. It's like a prequel. Oh. And they just, but, but they kept her mother, Mary Lou Henner is her mother and they kept her in the same role. Good. Keep um, her on the payroll. Yeah. And, and so that I just, they just recently aired the first of those. It was pretty dang good. I'm all about it. Keep really? going. Those. I'm glad you I enjoyed it. Because a lot of these mysteries have been pretty rough. Yeah. Like, Are these pretty, shows pretty like, you can always solve the mystery before it's revealed i would say 99 percent of the time <laughs> <laughs> there's that one so you're telling me there's a chance there's a chance you're telling you there's a chance the other thing that is interesting to note is that they've put the garage sale mysteries back on the air starring Lori laughlin and Lachlan. didn't they release mm. and told me and from hallmarkies told yeah. me that they released the unreleased one that they had in the can i was wondering because there was one i'm like this is unfamiliar this movie now i don't have the best memory but i usually at least halfway through i'm like oh wait i have seen this mm-hmm. but there was one where i was like i don't remember this at all so it would make sense yeah that it was an unreleased movie so i wonder come christmas time if they're gonna put her christmas movies back on interesting maybe they think so much time has gone by i'm fine with it i'm good like bring it back because those garage sale mysteries are great listen even when she was a convicted felon we were like what about garage sale mysteries (laughs) you know we didn't care i forgot she was a felon (laughs) 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 like for a second i really forgot about that 
this is another golden age. That was like our scandal. That was our scandal. That was our scandal. A hundred percent. That was the Hallmark scandal for sure. It was that was fun for us. Probably not for her or the other whatever. Remember the yeah, oh my gosh. No. I wonder if they'll um, put the movie on that has her daughter in it too. Anyway, beside the point. Mel, have you <sighs> do you have thoughts about Mystery 101? It's gone. Not right? returning. Yeah, well, because she, Jill, right? What's her name again? Mm-hmm. Jill Wagner. Mm-hmm. I think she's gone to the other network. They're saying I, that's not why, though. No. Okay. She doesn't have like an exclusive deal with them, with the network that she'll yes. be named. Oh, yeah. The other network. <laughs> I think the other the network that I just half named. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So there's, I mean, I haven't really been that involved, but I saw a bit of an uproar on Twitter mm. about them not doing it. Interesting. Because I think the party line has just been kind of like, oh, you know, it's time to move on. We had several great movies and it's time to move on. Yeah, they seem to be just not really. But the the last Mystery 101 ended on a very. That's why people are pissed. Yeah, Yeah, it's really annoying. I know. That's annoying. And then they did a new um, Murder She Baked, you know, as you know, the Hannah Swenson mysteries or whatever. I did watch that. Mm -hmm. And that also ended on a weird that I did not like uh cliffhanger i just haven't been a fan of what they've been doing with the mystery no they seem to be treading water a bit they seem to be struggling they seem to be all over the place really totally totally lacking focus um get it together get it together come on there's a million i've been really getting into these um cozy mysteries there's a million properties out there. I'm guessing what I'm guessing cozy? what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. cozy mystery. Oh, cozy, cozy mystery, which would not be Bosch. <laughs> but um, murder light mysteries, and they yeah. usually like so many, and they have like punny names. They have like great I just, titles. Yeah, I just read Apple Die. <laughs> it's like the Apple Orchard mysteries. Um, I love that. Is it like okay? So like like garage sale one. I remember we used to talk about. Yeah. Does the person get like murdered with like an item at a garage <laughs> sale? Like, what is the um probably at what? It's, like, does yeah. the ballroom dancer get m- murdered by a by a point shoe? I don't know. Like, that's definitely it... there was definitely a point shoe murder. Well, what? Maybe I'm thinking joking. of like an old. Maybe I'm thinking of like an episode of Bones. But like, is <laughs> is the is the name of like like the category of the series like is that like just the setting of it all or like it's usually the job that they do in their real life you know what i mean so she's like a garage sale she runs an antique shop so she goes through a lot of garage sales and then she just happens to stumble upon a murder dead bodies all the time right and left (laughs) dead bodies all the time and then also sometimes like she there's some kind of like expensive whatever plate <laughs> that yeah. is part of the evidence or whatever yeah and like could could you help us yeah. identify this plate and how much <laughs> it was worth and if this person was killed to mm. cash in on this plate or like know. antique yeah. road showing it well yeah, there's 100%. one where she yeah. buys a she gets a she buys she goes to an estate sale she buys like a box of old clothes she finds like a vintage wedding dress that's worth a lot of money I thought you were going to say she finds a, a head. A head, yes. And then she finds, and then in the pocket of the the 
designer vintage wedding dress she finds a dab of blood and she's like oh "Oh, this could have been part of a murder and then she goes and somehow she solves this like very old murder um anyway so that good thing she didn't good thing she didn't find my wedding dress because all she would have found was was meat juice on it (laughs) someone got someone murdered a cow yeah. yeah, someone got meat juice on my dress. There was a Storage Wars episode where she like they opened the thing and there's like well, a that dead I could inside. see, like like that I could see, but like I'm thinking like the crosswords, like what the what is that? How do you incorporate murder into that? Um, that's a good question. There was one where she. Do you really want to know? Do you? <laughs> I just don't understand. There was one where there was like a murder at like some sort of crossword puzzle, like convention convention yeah. oh my god and there was a crossword convention yeah. and then there was one where she was hired or she was because she's like she makes it for a newspaper so she was gonna go compete against an ai at this like fancy tech company and then like the president of the tech company gets murdered. oh, oh yeah okay you know? okay there's always but she's the thing that they're always good at is attention to detail that's all yeah, it is. yeah. they're all yeah. that's the one thing they always have in common yeah so, I know. and then Aurora Tea Garden, she's a librarian, but she's based on a book series that was written by the same woman who wrote True Blood. So, wrote True Blood couldn't be more different. And oh. yeah, she, um, well, and with Aurora, she ran the like local murders the, club, like, yeah, the real the murders local club, mur- real murders club. So, every yeah. week, her and her friends would get together and present on like an unsolved mystery or something and then they would you know yeah they'd all talk about who they thought it was and whatever and then they would end up solving mysteries together a lot mm-hmm. of times too. yeah it just sounds like such random things like well, like they yeah. need to do like crocheting mysteries or like that's part of the fun you really. know like 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 uh scrabble mysteries i don't know yeah, <laughs> scrabble <laughs> mysteries it'd be good It'd be good. be good. I bet you'd watch it. Oh, I so, would. I'll, I'll watch anything they put in front of me on those mysteries. Yeah, but I'll wait for Mel to tell me she likes something. <laughs> you and gotta watch I'll the Aurora Tea Garden one. Okay. I'll in the prequel, Aurora. you're gonna laugh about this. She's you know going to librarian school, getting her librarian degree, and she's using the principles also known as grad school. <laughs> grad school, but it's like a library. It's like a librarian like specialty. You know, there's like a degree you get you information know. studies yes okay sure okay she's using the principles Library of research school, aka to grad, solve school. grad school do you have to go to li- you have to go to grad school to be a librarian yes, it's not just it's like a, a special very, undergrad program easy, it is not an easy degree to get oh my god and i'm sure they don't get information paid a lot. studies is no, the no. real deal it's intense so do people working at the library are they doctors they got their doctorates depends like it depends on what kind of library. If it's a research library at a oh, university, okay. yes. But not my I local bet library. A ton of the people have doctorates. Well, it also depends on who's doing what. You know, like mm-hmm. some people can have a part time job at the library where they're, you know, mm-hmm. at the, they're like checking out books and things like that. But then if you're dealing with collections and bringing collections in and, you know, picking what books are going to be on display and all of that, what what's going to be available to the public, that's like a bigger job. It requires a huh. bigger degree. Yeah. Remember the Dewey Decimal System? Of course. Yes. The card catalog like, girl. Like, remember, like you, I mean, they still have it, but like you had to like, you know, pull out the, sh- the, the, yeah, they like the taught shelf. us in school how to yeah, use it. Yeah, and like they is... don't even have to do that anymore. Nope. 
God, they all got it good. Those millennials, millennials. I don't know. But go on. She's in librarian. Oh, she's that's getting it. her degree. And she's <laughs> using the principles of that to help solve a murder. <laughs> I'd her, expect nothing less yeah, from our favorite librarian. Her best friend's husband's business partner. Or whatever. I don't know. It's very, it's funny too, because it's a prequel. And so, and we've all seen about a dozen Aurora movies at this point where this has never come up. All of these things that are happening never come up again. So at the very end, it's not really a spoiler. Her friend is basically like, you know what? I'd like to never talk about this ever again. And Aurora's <laughs> like, done. <laughs> I never want you to ever mention his name ever again. I don't know. I was like, oh. That's why we have writers. AI couldn't write that shit. No. <laughs> AI could AI would not understand could the not. nuances and how hilarious that is yeah. after whatever 20 Aurora movies <laughs> that they would go on to make. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. It's well, I'll definitely watch. I'll definitely watch. Well, um can, can we can do you... a quick what other stuff we're watching besides Hallmark? Sure. I need some ideas. Like what else is everyone watching and what else is everyone into right now? Watching, reading listening to all the things sure let's do it let's do let's it go right, around the horn right from the hip <laughs> i get that sports reference you do I, I do i had a boyfriend once who watched it the end on the horn is it mm-hmm. and they have that burr yeah yeah he said something <laughs> funny on the um what am i like i feel like it's just all blur what am i watching it's all coco Wait. melon all the time oh it's a lot of sesame street let me tell you that which still mm. rocks like sesame yeah, street sesame street's the best is the best and like that's our rule like if you're gonna watch her in the week but she doesn't watch tv every day like you're getting sesame street because you really learn stuff with that mm-hmm. you know so like a lot of letter of the days you know <laughs> <laughs> important it's important, important stuff stuff um what did i watch well we obviously fin- watched and finished ted lasso which ended mm-hmm. Which I enjoyed. I wasn't like obsessed with that show though, like a lot of people were. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was good, but I wasn't like best show ever. Yeah. yeah. It was no VPR, you know, no Vanderpump exactly. rules. <laughs> um, I just also already finished Never Have I Ever season four. Oh, oh my gosh, I need to watch that, but I don't want it to end. I totally yeah, it's because it's over and over. Like it was cute per usual. Um, what else am I watching? It's like all a blank. I started watching Summer House Martha Vineyard on Bravo. Is it good? Should I, I watch think it's it? Good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's like, oh my god, this is so amazing. But I think it's fun. I think like the it's a totally new dynamic and it's cool. Mm-hmm. I need to watch it. Um, God, I know I'm watching non Bravo stuff, but like it's all drawing a blank. Someone go mm-hmm. and it'll jog my memory. You go, Dory. You know, I have been very into these. Um, I've been watching a lot of like thriller TV shows this year. Like I watched all of Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime, which I loved. Um, I just watched The Diplomat on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Russell, Mm -hmm. which is like a similar kind of show. I loved that. Um, I watched Reacher finally on amazon prime so i've been loving these like action thriller shows that has been my jam this year um i also so i've been loving these 
I've probably talked to you guys before about this, but I've been loving these like Netflix sports documentary series. Like I watched Drive to Survive a year ago, which mm-hmm. was the Formula One series and like got super into Formula One. Well, they have all these shows for different sports now. So they had one for golf. I watched that one. Swing, which I really like. I really like that too. So good. Um, they have a tennis one called Break Point that's also very good. And um I just started Netflix knows me so well. <laughs> I turned on that shit after a couple months. And teed up for me was a Tour de France sports documentary series that hmm. follows the and I was like cycling. I don't know. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna get into this, you guys. It was so good. good. That first episode was so good. They have me hooked on cycling. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like living and dying by every stage of the Tour de France. So if you like that kind of stuff, I would highly recommend. It's called Unchained. And um, it is a delight. It's a good and name so this, for it. Yeah. And so this year I am going to pay attention to the Tour de France. So oh, that's exciting. A new yeah. appreciation. A new appreciation. Watching, I guess I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Dodger games. Okay, like, that's what. That's <laughs> Thank what ends you, up Casey. Being on our, that's what ends yep. up being on our TV, and I just like mm-hmm. watch and like scroll while I like half pay attention. But yeah, that sounds cool. I would totally check out the the cycling one. I actually read back in the day Mr. Lance Armstrong's book. Oh wow! Very interesting. Pre pre yes pre yeah. debacle debacle live strong. Erica, yeah. you should watch it. Watch it, and then let's talk about it. I think you'll be really into it. Like, there's a in the I like first the golf episode. One. If you like Full Swing, you'll like this because you get a really good, like, deep dive into these um, different athletes, and you hear their backstories and, like, what they've been through. Because I had never paid attention to cycling before, so I had no idea what the nuances were. And, like, in the first episode, this guy is talking about this crash he was in that he was like in a coma for three days and i was like oh my god this is amazing and so he has like a comeback and it's really really cool um but i like getting to see with like individual sports like this you get to know them as people i think team sports is a little different it's like easier to get into it almost if you're like a sports fan yeah with individual sports you kind of want to like get to know them personally in a way so i like i think they've done a really good job with these shows and i'm also watching sweet magnolias again from the beginning because oh that's what you love yeah we're getting a new season at some point they say yeah, when is that i happening? think next month i think it's oh, really? coming out yeah i think it's That's coming good. out in july that'll be what exciting about, what about you mel what are you uh oh, viewing man. well i mean besides my vpr you know proud of you hundreds of episodes marathon marathon yeah. i recently watched um this hbo show hbo max or Bat, whatever called somebody somewhere oh i heard um, that's so good oh with my bridget god everett. it's bridget everett oh, it's yes. it's like it's like basically about it's like about grief but it's also about like friendships it's like this woman who has moved back home to like help take care of her sister who was sick and then the sister ends up dying that's before the first episode that's like we pick up like where Mm -hmm. she now is like well what do i do now and she like makes friends with this guy this um guy she used to go to school with um and they they just are so funny 
Like I just was like laughing so hard. My, I was like crying like every episode. I'm like crying from laughter and it's just them hanging out and talking and like making jokes with each other. And it's like very endearing. And then their like group of friends is very endearing. And I don't know. It's great. It's I highly recommend it. It's only two seasons and they're like pretty short seasons. So it goes by really. And it's only 30 minute episodes. So like it goes by very quick, very feel good, even though there is grief. It's about grief at times. Oh, I highly recommend that. And I've been reading, um, I've been really getting into, I'm going to look up the author. It's a it's a book series I started, or not even a series. It's a, an author I started reading because Lisa, uh, which from the Witch Was Better podcaster, mm-hmm. she just knows all things like romance novels. And she posted about a book she really liked um, called Something Wild and Wonderful. The author is Anita Kelly. It's about this guy who is hiking the Appalachian trail and he like meets another hiker and they, you know, hit it off kind of, but it's, I don't know. It's, it was like a really great engrossing read that I loved. And then I was obsessed with it. So then I picked up their other book, love and other disasters, which is a similar, it's like a a woman who's post-divorce and she goes on a, like a, top chef type she's like a contestant on a cooking show and where she meets another contestant and they hit it off but there's obstacles as there always is i don't know i love it so i love those books highly recommend nice that's pretty much all i did join a roller skating club which oh cool tell us more well i signed up it's like a roller skating clinic it's like um it's like the roller rink I used to go to when I was a preteen, you know, over mm-hmm. here in Maine called Happy Wheels, still kicking. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. And like the local derby group, they host like, they have like clinics. It's like four le- it's four lessons. It's like a group of women. It's like women only, basically. Women are women identifying. And they just like, they teach you how to roller dance, you know, to do dance moves. And then also this just like how to derby stop. Heart. So that's been fun. <laughs> and weird and i'm not that's the oldest awesome, one Mal. that's what i was like am i gonna be the oldest one and there's like a woman there who's in her 70s her name is dot yes dot, Polka dot. dot. yeah <laughs> like i would say dot. i'm the median age it's like me median mode i am median and it's ridiculous and dumb but whatever oh, what, are we, what else am i doing at 44 i'm just single and on roller skates i love that you're Such doing life. this i Such love that you're me doing too. this i, I got a helmet I love I'm that obsessed. you take these leaps. It makes me so I do happy. too. It then, inspires me. They never lead anywhere though. I'm always like, well, I'll do this rule. They don't have to. They don't have to. <laughs> but anyway. If they're bringing you Explore joy. Explore without yeah. stakes. <laughs> oh, hey. Yes. yes um, that's awesome, Al. Like, I think that's great because a lot of people will talk about it and never do it and you actually mm-hmm. do it. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have much else going on besides TV and books really, and- Really quick, that reminded me of when you mentioned dot i did watch maybe i'm maybe i'm delayed on this but i watched a league of their own the like the series uh-huh i love oh, the tv it. series yeah. i liked it did you oh, guys i gotta watch it? it i didn't watch it but i've heard nothing but good things it's really like i was because i'm a big fan of that movie like my yeah. brother and i yeah like we'll call and recite classic to each other and so i was like what can they possibly do like i laughed out loud at certain points like the actors were great Sometimes the stories were like, what? But like, it was really good. It was really good. So I would suggest watching that. Oh, I will absolutely watch that. See, this is why I wanted to ask you guys, because now I have all these good ideas of shows that I need to watch. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I was shocked, and this is, I guess, a spoiler to people who have not watched all of VPR all the way through, that when we learn in season eight of VPR that Shayna Shea, Shayna Shea, Shea, she, she is a descendant of a Rockford peach. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it waited nine seasons to drop that on us. Apparently, Excuse yeah. me? That's, not, that's not that special to them. It would have been, that would have been what I, I would have led with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So anyway, oh, she, she royalty. Yeah, <laughs> now next time you go roller skating, take some video and send it. To I know. Them. I will absolutely not do you. that. Mel, come on! You have to send us a picture of you and your helmet and my Wait, my helmet and knee pads. Which yes. Dory, Dory, did you ever go to United Skates of America? Oh my god, yes. I love that because we Dory and I are like from the opposite sides of Cleveland. So I I think I don't I don't remember where that was. Maybe like Willoughby or Wycliffe. Or I something. guarantee I've been at a birthday party there because yeah. that people would have roller skating birthday parties. Yeah, oh, and yeah. I just they had a they had a mascot that was a dinosaur. Ooh. And they called him Skatosaurus Rex, obviously. Perfect. Yeah. And he would like <laughs> like roller skate in his costume around the dance floor. That was like uh, th- that's some of my favorite memories is we used to have skating parties with school. Yeah, and that's I where just, I like, went too. Like I could vividly remember the songs that were playing mm-hmm. during got like, back. Yeah, like <laughs> MC Hammer, you know, mm-hmm. like ugh. And I can tell you, it all comes back to you. It's like riding a bike. Um, yeah, I never knew how to dance. I mean, I I also like at the time it got really popular. I was I was like a rollerblader because mm, you know I I, I all were. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did too. Pink, hot pink rollerblades. Yeah. That's so great. like actually, roller skates I think would be harder for me because I'm not yeah. I'm not used to the four. I'm used like I'm used to the straight line. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. This makes no. me want to watch Roll Bounce. Do you guys remember the movie Roll of course. Bounce? With yeah. Bow wow. <laughs> bow wow. No longer little Bow Wow. Ain't no <laughs> just no Bow Wow. Little. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Airborne? Yep. Obsessed. Of course. Obsessed. The, best. Of course. the rollerblading, the, the pinnacle rollerblading movie. The best. The best. Oh my um, gosh. One more thing before we yeah. go. Mel, can you tell us about your new fridge? <laughs> is this really podcast worthy? Yes. Why? Like, like, this is adulting. It makes tell ice. us everything. Okay. It's, I wish I could show it to it you. It makes ice, she said. <laughs> you can see it almost right there in the background. Oh, I, oh yeah, I can see it. Stainless, do I see stainless a steel? Whirlpool. It's stainless steel. No white Ooh, refrigerator. a white refrigerator, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, white, no more white refrigerator. So this is, here's the thing. I could never afford this fridge, um, especially on, a, on an unemployed budget. But I had, I got homeowner's insurance because I was like, I fear everything. I fear expense. So they bought me a fridge when my other one stopped working. Can you handle that? And you picked like a Cadillac. Working in your favor? I know I did. It's gorgeous. I I keep referring to it as Stanley, but I do feel like it's had has a feminine energy. So I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I got to figure it out. Yeah, but I I don't think it's a Stanley. These are the joys of adulthood, I guess. This it was like it's like the best thing that's happened to me in months. Maybe you should call her like Shirley because Shirley's Shirley. like wor- whirly, you know, like whirlpool. Like whirlpool, and it's like almost like a a feminine st- Stanley. Yeah, Shirley. Yeah. Well, guys, this was a bunch of random ah, crap. This was it? truly, truly random. But yeah. you know what? What can we do? At least That's for what happens we when you some... catch up. I know. Usually, you know, we try to do these during our birthday month, which is May, which was. Over a Which month was ago. Last <laughs> we're like midway through June. 
but I miss, mm. you know, I miss talking about stupid stuff. Well, that yeah. that just makes us that much closer to our, our October oh, yeah. rollout, you know? That's true. We got to be here before we know it. I'm it trying to do be. math. I'm excited. I hope there's movies for us, though. That's the thing. The strike thing is freaking me out a little. It's freaking me out. Yeah, we'll see. Something tells me they'll be able to pull. They'll figure it out. Off. They'll figure it out. <laughs> right, they're yeah. going to acquire all those UPN movies that my dad loves. <laughs> And we'll be on here complaining about the lighting. Yeah, yeah, the lighting. Oh, is the lighting good enough for you? (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I love that he calls you out like that. That's amazing. Uh, Well, Well, we uh, should do this again sometime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe in October. uh, This has been fun. It has been fun. Thank you for making my summer a little brighter. Oh, you got this. You got this. We all got this. If people are still listening to this, (laughs) thank you. Thank you. We miss you. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening to us talk about Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) Bye. 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 See you soon.